For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You, triple threat. Can you make it to the triple threat of Monster Jam this Friday night? I will take it. Yeah, wow. Well, mm. Yeah. Well, Maybe that's why you've never won anything. Yeah, sorry to force that on you, lady. Make us <laughs> make, make us feel like our prizes aren't good enough for you. Like you you sounded like every girl no, I've ever successfully prize. convinced to go to bed with me. Is this era of radio, specifically on this show, the most, and no offense, ma'am, the most ungrateful winners of all time? Like, I remember a day and age when you would hear a winner on the radio, and it might as well have been Christmas morning or they just hit the lottery, and now it's like these people, it's like we're bothering them by giving them a ticket. I think <laughs> you're I, not bothering I, me. I think we are. Ooh, we, I won. No, don't fake it. I can tell. Uh, Ooh, but I just I don't care. No, no I, I want it. Come on. John's right because uh, the thing is, we have a very grateful audience. We have people, I think, who show gratitude for the show for that the we show. do. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying ungrateful right. in general. Right. I'm right. sorry if that's how it came. No, out. no, I it mean, didn't. It didn't. I'm just, I'm just making sure that I, that I reinforce. Right. We appreciate your gratitude and we feel your gratitude normally. Mm. That just not you, ma'am, because you're ungrateful. That flies in the face of most of the people who end up winning a prize, and they go, "Thanks," or, "I'll, I'll, I'll <laughs> take it." Like that. Oh no, this is what you, this is what you. I'll take it. <laughs> like, I'll take it. I guess All I could right. probably find something to do with it. Maybe give it to a homeless person. Right. Maybe maybe try to scalp them out front. Yeah. No, no. Me and my husband really need a night out. We will take it. It'll be great. We'll, we will, we take, will take it. it. Man, that's... We'll, we will we'll yes. take it. This yes. language you're using, ma'am, it's very offensive. Not as in a profanity <laughs> perspective, but as in a... We how, are very excited to go. I mean, we're getting somewhere now, I suppose. Come on, come on. What I, do I have to do? I feel like we could get somebody on the line who's going to be more grateful than you, and we can give them the tickets. Hello, 102.5 The Bone. Who are you? I, I think hey, they're going to be very mean. Ma'am? Uh, yes, sir. Uh, I'm sorry. Are you a grateful individual? Uh, yes, sir. I was going to ask for some free tickets. How excited would you be <laughs> if we gave you this lady's pair of Monster Jam tickets? I would be the most happiest. Uh, consumer in the world. Yeah, no, see, I don't no, like it. Sarcasm, yeah, no, uh, no. disingenuous. <laughs> At least this lady's true to herself. Right, you're sincere. You're authentic, man. You might be ungrateful, but you're yes, authentically I'm ungrateful. I'm not ungrateful. You I'm are. a little nervous. It's actually. okay. No, a lot of us become very nervous when we're called out on our lack of gratitude. <laughs> uh, Drew Grab Alive, hello. Who are yeah. you? We're with the lady who's not grateful. Hello. <laughs> hello from the 863. It's Drew Grab Alive with the ungrateful lady. Yeah. Yes, sir. What can we do is for you? Me? Yes, sir. It is. What's up? I want to talk about the, the guy picking up the turtle and throwing it back in the lake. Okay. Go ahead. Sure. <laughs> she likes he that. He probably drowned the turtle. There you go. Thank you, sir. Oh, That's the thing. I've seen videos of people rescuing turtles, and then they just heave it into a pond or right. a ravine. Yeah. And it's like, what do you think that did for the turtle? Nothing. Gave him, they yeah. gave him a heart attack if they have hearts. I don't know if yeah. turtles have hearts. I kind of like a reimagining of the show. Drew Garabo Live. With the ungrateful lady. That is nice. You're a special guest on the show. Uh, you no, know, you don't even know my name. That's not nice. We don't need to. It, it's like, uh, you know, like some of those late night hosts, they have like the person who just so sits I'll... there and laughs at their joke. Yeah, that's, that's her. her. 
So I'll eternally be known as the ungrateful lady on the Drew Garabo show. I mean, I don't know about eternally. Someone's eventually going to forget, but yeah, not us. At least till morning. Uh, Drew Garabo Live, hello. You're on with the ungrateful lady. Who are you? From the 813, go ahead. You're on with Drew Garabo Live and the ungrateful lady. Hello? Yes, sir. What's up? Hey, I'm just calling to let you know what someone sounds like when they're grateful if they win tickets. Oh, uh, what if we gave you a pair of tickets, sir? What would you sound like? Woo, yeah, man. Right on. I've been trying for a little while. That's great, man. Me and my son, we're going to go see the monster trucks. We're going to have a blast. It's a good time. We really appreciate it. Man, that guy sounded pretty grateful <laughs> and exuberant. You know, you know how I feel? Man, that's <laughs> awesome, man. I can't believe it. Woo! He's, I don't know, man. There's such a thing as too grateful. Sir, you may be too grateful. Listen, lady, you don't get to criticize anybody else for their gratitude. I mean, let's be honest. It's the triple threat. It's not like it's the full show at at Raymond James. I mean, just just play it down, sir. (laughs) Sir, do you do you and your son really want to go? Yeah, man, we sure do. It'd be awesome to go. Ma'am, do you and your husband really want to go? Yes, we do. All right. Uh, Do we have them for both of them, uh, John, uh, or can we negotiate? Well, uh, well, honestly, if we wanted to negotiate a little bit, we do have Monster Jam tickets, which is, uh, so that's for this uh, Friday. uh, Friday. Also on the same, I think it's the same night, uh, Beck and Cage the Elephant. Ma'am, are you a fan of Beck and Cage the Elephant? That's August 29th. 29th. I think I would rather Beck the Beck concert. Yeah, woohoo! (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then this guy gets the Monster Jam yeah, yeah, sir, you can take your That's son to Monster fine. Jam Triple Threat at Amelie Arena. Ma'am, you can take your husband, who's hopefully sincerely grateful and not facetiously grateful like you, to Beck and KG Elfin yeah. at the Amp on August 29th. And everybody's a friggin' winner, all right? That's awesome. awesome. Thank, Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you, ma'am. I, 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 what is your name now that we busted your, ball, your beanbag a lot? It's Laura. Laura, thank you. I appreciate you calling. I appreciate you listening to the station and taking a joke. Can I do one thing? Oh, no problem. Can I do one thing and say hi to my husband, Steve, who's probably driving home and listening to you right now from work? Oh, hold on one second. I'll tell him. He's under my console right now. Hey, Steve. (laughs) Steve, Hi, Steve. We won tickets. (laughs) He said he'll call you when his mouth isn't full. All right. Thank you, Laura. He's eating a Snickers. That's Steve. He's a generous lover. He is. Really satisfies like yeah. Snickers. Seven two seven five seven nine one zero two five and eight hundred seven seven one one zero two five. Speaking of Snickers, Danielle out of town right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She is. She's in Vegas too. Oh, no wonder you're. I mean, that's your the thing. It's like yeah. it's one of those things that's like not only is she gone for a week, she's right. in Vegas. Yeah, yeah, staying at like Planet Hollywood or something like that for work. Okay. Well, now now I understand why you're. Uh, now, why why you're eating your feelings? You're you're stressed out because you're worried what she's doing, and and you went out and you bought. Look, I I support your veganism, but I knew eventually you'd correct and come back to us carnivores. Yeah, yeah. Well, the, the timing is is everything because I went off the vegan train on Saturday, and then she leaves immediately after. You know, she's a vegetarian, so without her here, I've you know it's it's a free for all. So, you ate a burger at El Cap, which is totally understandable. I would have eaten one there yeah. too. Last night I thought you ate sensibly up in the uh, up in the lounge where we were at Ruth Eckerd. You had a couple pieces of prime rib. We ate some charcuterie. And I honestly feel like because I had been meat free on Monday and Tuesday up until that prime rib, and I feel like that prime rib like triggered something in my soul. It made me. It brought me back to my roots. So, um, yeah, you know, I'm not making great decisions. And by not making great decisions, um. I didn't even know these things existed, but I guess in the in the non-Halloween months, you can buy like a two and a half pound bag of mixed candies. Um, and so 
the price was startling. And that's honestly, that's what I'm most ashamed of. You can buy a bag of Reese's uh, uh, Kit Kat mix for uh, $12.99. And I think it's a two and a half pound bag, if my measurements are correct. That's a lot. And um, let's just say it's no longer two and a half pounds. If you're gonna, if you're gonna get to where you want to get, fitness wise, it's just a bump in the road, man. Look, look, look. Letting yourself slip when you're out is one thing. It's what you bring home from the store to put in your house that is the danger zone, my friend. Being in is my being out. What? That's where I feel best. That's where I do my best work. I don't even eat much out in public. Being at home alone with me and my dog uh, is where all my eating really goes down. That's where I can really, really let the... You can, right. But what I'm telling you is you shouldn't. Yeah, I got to tell you, I feel ill still to this moment. I ate so many damn Reese's and Kit Kat last night. It's disgusting. I want to see you be your best you, and I'm my best me when I don't buy M&M's. It's a daily struggle when I go to the Walgreens to get my uh, my whatever. You know, my son needs school supplies. I need whatever. I go to Walgreens a lot. So... It's a daily struggle not to buy the one-pound bag of dark chocolate M&M's, my favorite, because I know if I buy them, they will be gone within a few days. I can't control myself. Now, when you go to make that purchase, do you think to yourself, I shouldn't be doing this? Oh, yeah. I, okay. I paced up and down the candy aisle for a very long period of time. I even sat and stared at the Lily's uh, sugar-free dark chocolate uh, peanut butter cups, and, you know, that was going to be my go-to. And then I was like, but this bag's got Kit Kats and Reese's. Like, and it's just not every day you see those two paired up. I mean, those are two of the legendary candies all together in one bag. No other, nothing else cluttering up the bag. No At free Halloween prices. And that's what I'm saying. I'm just, I'm just saying I felt like seeing that bag there with the Reese's and the Kit Kats together was a sign. Because I didn't even know that was, that was a thing. A sign. So, um... They're priming the pumps, by the way, for trick-or-treaters, just so you know. Well, they've got me primed. They set a trap for you, and you fell right in. May I ask as to where in your home? Uh, like, do you have this in the pantry? Do you, do you keep the bag in the uh, locked away? Do you keep it in the stove? I, I, if I was, if well, I was really hoping not to get into the details of this, but if I took pictures, because not only usually when Daniel would go out of town do I not eat well, but I, I kind of just let everything go to hell around the home. Right. So the bag was on the nightstand. Um... So I probably woke up three, four, five times throughout the night and just just had some Reese's and Kit Kats. And then my nightstand's very little, so it didn't really have space for the for the wrappers. So there's literally just wrappers in the bed, on the floor. It's a it's honestly, if you went to my home right now, you would you'd be concerned. I'm already concerned that there is candy in your bedroom. We're going to have to start in your bedroom, and even when your beautiful fiancé is not there, we're going to make that a sacred place. And then sacred places like that, you don't have candy. Well, the thing was is, you know, I got home. I was flying high from the Ted Nugent thing, and, and uh, you know, Hard Knocks came on, so I wanted to watch Hard Knocks in bed. So that's where it all started. It was casual, watching TV, having a couple snacks, and then that turned into, you know, the night, the whole night, throughout the night. I think I probably have my last... I think I had my last Kit Kat. Or we man. Gotta get, we, I mean, I'm going to keep them on hold, but we got to. Oh, is that? They're still there. Yeah, they're still, uh, they're still yelling at each other about meth and custody of children. Wow, it's tough out there. Drew Gobble Live, hello. Hey. Hi. How you doing, Drew? I'm very well, sir. Thank you. Yourself? Well, I'm, I'm okay. All right. Hey, be careful of them armadillos. 
Okay. All right. They do not necessarily carry leprosy. Mm. They are a cure for leprosy. And second of all, what you put into the mirror is what you get back. Pack some sand up your ass, you boobia. Excuse me? Excuse me? Was that a racist term? Pack some sand, you boobia? Oh, you boobia. Yeah. I thought, like, you boobia was like a racial discrimination. No, no, I think he said pack some sand, you boobia. Up your ass. Thanks for whispering it. <laughs> Drew Grab Alive, hello. No one heard that. <laughs> hello, caller. Hello. Hi, what's up, sir? Hey, how are you guys? I was calling about the Monster Jam tickets. What about them? Boys, two and a half, four and a half. I, we can't, I can't hear you. Hey. I, I, I'm not, this is one of those I'm pretending not to be able to hear you times. I genuinely can't hear you. No fooling. No, sir. No, sir. Now I can. On the truck. Okay. So I have a two-and-a-half and a four-and-a-half-year-old and son, mm-hmm. and I uh, was wondering if I could scoop up some tickets. Personally, I'm not too big of a fan of Monster Jam, but it would definitely make my children happy. Did anybody ever teach you a class in how to ask for stuff and not come off like an asshat while doing it? Just being honest. Yeah, there's, there's honesty, and then there's the type of honesty that's never, ever going to get you free anything. And you just engaged in the second part. Devaluing, devaluing the product that you're asking for, rarely, if ever, a strong tactic when it comes to negotiation. If I'm you, which I'm not, one day I could be if I aspire to be that cunning. Uh, but, uh, but if I'm you, here's me. Drew, I am a huge fan of Monster Jam. I'm a little down on my luck, and I just can't come up with the fundage to take my two little dudes, and I'd love it if you could hook me up. Never in a million years, nay, a trillion years, sir, would I ever devalue the product by saying, hey, I'm not a big fan of whatever it is I'm trying to get from you, but it sure would be cool if I could scoop it up from you. How about you take two scoops of D's nuts and call me in the morning, Raisin Bran? <laughs> I was always thought honesty was the best policy. Nope. You were told wrong. Mm. Selective honesty portrayed in a certain way can get you so far. And speaking of the Monster Jam, if I remember correctly, I think we got uh, Lady Digger in tomorrow. She prefers to be. Oh, no, yes, the son, the daughter of uh, Dennis Anderson, Grave Digger. Yeah. Yes, yes, of course, that's what I thought you meant. Drew Grubble Live, hello, who are you? Hey, it's Alex. Hey, Alex, what's up? Hey, man, you guys have to find that Pack Some Sand guy, because that was the funniest thing I've heard in a long time on your program. Oh, that's really sad. That is sad. Yeah, you we should, should just quit right yeah. here. You're not a fan of us. Thank you. Pack Some Sand, you boob, yeah. Drew Grubb alive. Hello. Hey guys. Hi. The show. Thank you, buddy. Uh, you, you guys heard about the the Trump ecstasy story? We covered it yesterday. That uh, there was a gentleman who had some ecstasy pills uh, that were cut out to look like Donald Trump's head. <laughs> right, right. Uh, I was wondering, mm-hmm. uh, back in your stuffing days, mm-hmm. I guess would mm-hmm. would you put Donald Trump up there if you came across that tablet? Well, not, well if, yeah. not if I came across it. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but if I'm uh, if I'm making my weekly call back in the day to the guy who knows the guy, and he's looking for a ten pack for me, and he says, "Hey, brah, good news and bad news. Good news is I got you that ten pack you're looking for. Bad news is it's going to be a buck twenty five. Uh, that really only works out to twelve fifty per pill, so it's not bad. Uh, the worst news is it's Donald Trump's head. Now I wouldn't have known back then 
that real estate tycoon Donald Trump would one day become the leader of the free world. But even if I had, I would have absolutely had zero qualms whatsoever about disappearing to a bathroom in CyberZone or any other establishment or better yet a house party and either having a young lady friend or better yet myself um, make sure that I don't vomit while taking that ecstasy pill orally. Sneaking around the back door, if you will. So, yes, I would. Sh long answer to a short question. I would absolutely stuff Donald Trump's head. Awesome. Yes, sir. L-O-D? L-O-D to you as well, yeah, sir. Yeah, but not after you came across it because that'd be gay. Disgusting. Yet somewhat curious. Uh, Mexico has approved recreational cocaine. Yeah, this is wild to me. I was under the assumption that nobody was... Um, had like list of benefits for uh, for cocaine. I thought that was you know just fairly bad. Yeah, we we are in a weird situation involving cannabis because it seems like every day there's another state, in this case Texas, that goes, "Oops, we can't test whether you've got hemp or marijuana." So we have to throw out every marijuana case, and we can't arrest you for it anymore. And I'm seeing that's happening. Uh, that that also just happened uh, in uh, Texas. That's what I just said. Oh, you did? Oh, I'm sorry. I thought because it just happened in Florida. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it's going to ha continue happening in states that go, all right, we can arrest you for this, but we can't prove that the testing methodology that we have is right. So eventually you're going to see the federal government go, well, you pushed us to it. We're going to decriminalize marijuana and we'll, we'll abide by whatever the hell the state decides. So the upsides uh, of cocaine include tension relief. The intensification of perception and the desire to have new personal and spiritual experiences. Really? That, I mean, I did it one time, and that was not my experience. That's from a judge. That's a from judge. a judge in Mexico. You, you think he might be in the pocket of the cocaine cartels? I don't, I don't know. Like I said, I thought that benefits or upsides to uh, cocaine were not really a thing. But, you know, maybe we've just been looking at the drug wrong all these years. To those of you out there who do ingest the booger sugar, the uh, Bolivian marching powder of death, please tell us what the health benefits are. Well, here's an interesting thing that just popped into my head. Yesterday, we talked at length about the, uh, the young girl who has a very rare condition who is taking caffeine, right. uh, essentially just caffeine pills to help her with, her with her tremors and things like that. Do you think it's possible that cocaine could be used in some of those same situations? I mean... It seems to operate the same way that caffeine might, but I'm no medical professional. I just, I, I don't know. I think we've got to be at least 20, 30 years away from people even allowing the thought of uh, medicinal or recreational cocaine. It used to be in Coca-Cola. I'm sure yeah. 10 people are trying to call and say right now. Now, the reason they did it isn't for the health reason. They're trying to decriminalize so that they can take the power away from the drug cartels. Good luck with that, but it's a nice idea. Drew Grab Alive, hello. Hello. Hi, who are you? I'm Ann. Ann, pleasure to speak with you. My name is Drew Garabo, and he's John Senning. I just want to say, is this Ask Clown Day? You've had some weird people calling you. Well, i got to be honest with you. We get weird people all the time. Today um, has been just another day on the phones with weird people calling us, ma'am. I've, I've become used to it. In fact, if we ever got a day when it was nothing but bland, normal people on the on the phone, I'd probably be disappointed if we're being honest here. Well, that's true, but it's just an extra ass clowny day. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's Ask Clown Wednesday, and, and somebody forgot to tell us. Thank you, Ann. I appreciate okay. the input, and I hope you have a great day. You too. Thank you. I like that Ask Clown is in her vernacular.
Drew Grubb alive, but his vernacular in her ass clown. Hello. I think, I think there's still winners on there, too. Could yeah, be five and six. Okay, right. you got that. Yeah, good. I'm navigating yeah, around. That good, yep. yeah. I'll be with you soon. 863, hello. Yes, hello. Hi, what's up, sir? Thanks a lot for being quick with the response. Appreciate that. Yes, sir. Uh, let me first start off by saying this is my first time calling in to a radio station. Ever? I'm so glad it's your radio station. I've been, yes, yes, sir. All right, cool. I'll try to be a little patient with you. I'm sorry. I tend to get a little, I don't know if you noticed, I, t I tend to get a little irked pretty easily. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll be really quick. Um, this is by far the best radio station I've probably ever tuned into. Uh, I was originally calling for to see if by any chance I could uh, ask for the tickets uh, for the Monster Jam. I would love to take my kids and my wife over there to see the, the, the Monster Truck. Um, you know, the cool thing is, like, whenever anybody calls and gives us compliments and then that's followed immediately by give me something, the compliment, it means nothing to us. You might have meant it sincerely. There's a 5% chance of that. But there's also a 95% chance that you don't know who I am and you don't know who he is and you're just looking to get free stuff and you're trying to give us these uh, butter-up compliments. We appreciate the compliments, but I, I don't know that they're sincere. What's my name? First time I called in, I said by any chance I could. What's my name? It's okay. I completely. What's my name? I wouldn't be able to tell you. I'm sorry. Like I said, it's the first time. It's the first time even me tuning into this show. Okay. You just uh, said it was your favorite radio show or favorite radio station. Oh. Yeah, it's by far my favorite that I tuned into. You guys have made me laugh so hard. But you just tuned in for the first time? <laughs> I'm just asking. We're trying to get your story straight, bro. Yeah, I, we we want we want to like you. Yeah, we want this to work out between us, but you gotta yeah. you gotta help us out with some honesty. Like you told us. Yeah, you're... no, I'm being 100 percent honest. You keeping it 100 time. with me, homie? Yes, yeah, sir. 100 percent. 110 percent. When was the first time you ever heard the voices that you're speaking to right now? When was the first time ever? About five minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we're the, we're the best radio station that you've ever heard. Yes, yes, yes. You guys, I see you guys 100% raw radio, and this has this has been the best radio I've ever listened to ever. Thank, thank you, man. I appreciate that. How did you hear about it? Did someone tell you we're giving away monsters? I, just, I was just I was just scrolling through the radio station. Hell yeah. This was one of this was one on one of the presets in my truck. Hell yeah. And I swear I. On, on, on everything that is grateful to me. <laughs> I think, Drew, that this guy is a perfect fit for a future prize winner. Right. Like, I've got you pegged not for a prize winner today, but like a prize winner Thursday or Friday. I've got you later in the week because we can't just reward you right away. Then you're not going to work for it. You're going to stop listening to us immediately. But if we maybe dangle this in front of you like a carrot to a greyhound or a rabbit, I suppose would be a better analogy, then you might listen for the rest of the week then on Friday you'll call and go, my God, I've been listening to the show for two and a half days now. You guys are unfriggin' believable. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I listen to the show every day. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. No, I completely understand. What are your What are your kids' names? My My uh, oldest is Adrian Avalar. He is uh, about to be six years old on September the fourth. And my youngest is Adam Avalar, and he's, he just turned four, July twenty eighth. All right, this rap is just for your kids. What's your name again? My name is Juan Avalar. Juan? 
Yes, sir. All right, hold on, Juan. I'm going to make this rap. It's my name's Schmedium Druzy, and my partner Orange Fabio over there. We're going to rap for you and your kids. It's Juan, Adrian, and Adam. In three, two, one, go. One, two, three, and to the four. My God, your kids, they're gonna be sore Cause their dumb daddy got on the phone Even though he'd never heard of the phone Yo, give me a prize, give me something free That's what I'm asking in the place to be Well, Adrian and Adam, you know I ain't bluffing Hung up on your dad and he didn't get nothing Watch Fabio and I'm here to ball When it comes to panhandlers Build that wall And I got two thumbs You wanna build that wall Well, here it comes Building the wall So you can't jump over Even though that dude's Driving a Chevy Nova like Axel Foley Beverly Hills I think his wife is on them pills Meth, maybe You know she smokes crack Give me that phone call And don't come back I'm just messing around with you, Juan We're having some fun You there? Oh, wrong button Juan, you there? Yes, 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 sir. I'm here. I'm what, here. what do you think about that personalized uh, rap that we did for just you and your kids? <laughs> that was great. That was awesome. <laughs> All right, hold on one second. Uh, well, no, don't hold on. Call us Friday, and we'll give you a prize. We gotta have standards. That's a, yeah, and we gotta have at least one thing to give away. The rest right, of the right. We can't be like the Drew Grabo <laughs> live giveaway bonanza. That's not who we are. Drew Grabo live. Hello. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.